this is as real as it gets. The number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. Give it to me, baby. All right, welcome to the UCW Radio Show. As you know, we have inspirational, motivational, great people on this show. Each and every episode that we have, it's something interesting. As you see behind me, I have some action. I have someone, so, a, really a great talent, uh, singer, you know, fitness athlete. She's doing all types of things. Her name is Dawn Darrow, and I want to bring her on the show. And Dawn, welcome to the UCW Radio Show. How are you? I am great. Thanks, Lou. Thanks Good. for having me. Well, well, thanks for coming on. It's been a little while in the making with us doing this, and I think I need—I think I need a pinch more light if I can make it happen. I don't know. How's my lighting? Is it okay? I've your, got lighting, my- your lighting, your lighting, your perfect. Here. My lighting—I just got better. Okay, good. All right. So, so now I want—I want you to tell. Cheers. Yeah, definitely. I'm drinking water. What are you drinking? Just seltzer water. Okay, seltzer like water is good. All right. So what what I want people to know is more about you. You've done a lot of great things. You're a cabaret singer. You're you you uh, competed in in the WBFF, you know, figure and fitness. Uh, You're an actress, a writer, and you're doing your you do yoga. You do all types of things. And I want people (laughs) to learn more about you because I've heard you. I've seen you in action. Your voice is like it's, it's strong. It's like that 1920s and 40s, you know, you know, uh, a type of voice that comes out. It's it's amazing, you know. So tell us a little more about you. Yeah, I'm I'm multifaceted woman. Yeah. That's sure. Um, I think I've even been called a Renaissance woman uh, in a couple of reviews. Oh, cool. Uh, I've done. Um, yeah, I I mean I. I'm a singer first, first and foremost. I mean, music is my passion. Singing is my passion, um, and all types of music. I, I range from. Uh, I I studied opera, so I have a classical background. I went to the Boston Conservatory. Um, I did musical theater for a really long time. I was a dancer. I obviously was an actor, or I still am an actress as well, but um, I went and studied acting in in London of all places. So I got some really great training there. Cool. And I'm still taking acting lessons um, now, only now everything's on Zoom, which is such uh, a we, we don't talk about Zoom on here. We don't talk oh, about Oh my gosh. Here. We scratched that from it's here. On a, everything's on a screen. <laughs> everything's everything's on, a screen. on a screen. Yeah, I'm acting with the camera, uh. <laughs> but um, but I sing, uh, you know, jazz. Um, I I'm a cabaret artist known uh, in the New York scene. Uh, I've won a couple of of pretty awesome awards. I have two Mac awards, and Mac oh. is Manhattan Association of Cabarets and Clubs. I have a Bistro Award, and um, I'm about to release an album, which is going to be great. And I'll tell you guys all about that. Oh yeah, we, 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 have, we definitely have to talk about that to let people yeah. know so they can support what yeah. you're doing. Yeah, I also yeah. play guitar, so I, I write songs too. I'm a singer-songwriter, um, so I love to do like that, you know, kind of female rock singer-songwriter, alternative rock. You know, Linda Ronstadt, Sarah McLaughlin. Um, Jewel, you know, like I love, I love all those types of singers. Um, so you go from a Linda Ronstadt to a, a Nina Simone type of deal. You know, you can you can do a broad range of things. Into you know, and an opera aria from La Boheme. Yes, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
that, that, All that, place, it's just different colors, you know? And, and you went to school for this. I know you're from Massachusetts, but you don't have the accent. You're not going to the car too far. You, you're you not you're not doing the Matt Damon thing. We're not doing that. You know, but, <laughs> say that on the show? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I'm from Cape Cod. And, uh, you know, my parents are originally from New Jersey. So okay. I think, you know, a lot of my family members, uh, and I was born in Baltimore, so I have a lot of family in, in Maryland and right. still. And my dad grew up in Brooklyn, too. And, um, and oh, he's bit. my friend. That's the, he, yeah, he was born in Brooklyn, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, so, like, my family says Dawn. You know, they're like, Dawn. Oh, Dawny. You know, they call me Dawny. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. We moved to Cape Cod, and then and then some, somehow it all got mixed in, and I think my theater background, um, you know, my mom's full Italian, so um, we I didn't grow up speaking Italian, but because I learned how to sing in it, and I learned how to sing in different languages, and then um, I travel a lot in, in Italy, and I learned to speak there. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, you know, you learn so much different kinds of diction and different ways to speak, and it just becomes like a little bit of a melting pot of a dialect. So, yeah. and then I lived in New York for 20 years now. So, oh, so you're a full fledged New Yorker now. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah. 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 And, and you know, the thing is being, being diverse as you are, you know, from, from your musical, uh, you know, arenas, you know, you, you, you go the gambit, uh, from, you know, again, from, from, you know, rock and opera, the jazz and, and then yeah. the, the cabaret, you, you do all this stuff and it, it's, it's, a, it's not everyone can do that. And, and my point is, is that you're talented. Not everyone can do that. You can have a rock star can be the biggest thing in rock music. Doesn't mean they're going to sing opera or they're going to be able to do a jazz song. It's rare that you have uh, that broad range. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, I think too, I, I like to attribute it to being an actress as well mm -hmm. um, and, and being drawn into the story of what I'm singing, of what each piece of music and, and song um, that, you know, sparks some interest in me uh, to, to sing. I mean, people are always like, what's your favorite song to sing? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, geez, that's a really hard one. <laughs> and it depends on the day, I think. And uh, I, I love the, ch I think I've always from a young age loved the challenge of singing, um, whether it's singing in a different language or singing a really hard piece of music, like, you know, um, some, of, some of the jazz standards are, you know, chromatically very hard, the, the melodies are very challenging. Um, and I, I really do, I love to learn. I love to challenge myself as a musician. Um, I love to work with really, really good musicians, whether they are voice teachers or, or music directors, producers. Um, you know, when I'm hiring for a show that I'm doing with whatever the genre might be, I'm, I'm always looking for like the best of the best, you know, I want to work with, if, if it's a show that's kind of more rock based, I want to find a really good guitar player. If it's, you know, if it's a, a jazz trio, I want like a really hot, tight drummer and, and like just beautiful bass player and pianist, you know? So um, I try to surround myself with, with men and women who are, are ta talented amazing musicians yeah yeah and yeah. i i think that you know when you're when you're like that some people may think that you're a perfectionist that it needs to be a certain way and, you know i think in music what you hear 
you know, and it's funny because you can hear something that I can't, you know, and uh, you know, whenever I speak to musicians, they can hear something that another musician is doing. They can, they can, they know when something's slightly off. And this is what you're when you're when you're bringing these these people together to put together your 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 background. You know, you know who's going to fit and who doesn't. So it must be hard for them to, you know, it must be hard for them to get through your gates because I I, I can see it now. It's it's a whole process. Well, they carry me, right? I mean, right. they. It's- it's like they're they elevate me they carry me uh-huh. and and, we, and then together we kind of all rise it's like it's like a plane taking off you know you have to have your your pilot your co-pilot your crew you got to have them all so that you can have a nice smooth flight throughout a show or whatever it is um and and i think too i think my personality i i um i've always been very confident uh-huh. <laughs> from a very young age i've always um been a goofball and you know love to pose. So uh, I think that came naturally for me to be on stage and to embrace, um, you know, putting on different costumes and just and just being an authentic uh, performer, you know, whether I'm playing just myself and just getting up and telling a story, you know, from me, from my heart, or whether I'm playing a character in a musical or an opera, um, or even a play, you know, so it's it's yeah it's fun you know i think i i i love to um i love to describe it as you like when i sing i use all the colors of my voice and and oh, some I, like I like that description i like that yeah it goes with my background <laughs> I, I love that background i love it and we're going to talk about that background later um <laughs> Let, yeah. let, me, let, let me ask you, you know, you you're doing being involved in cabaret, being an, an, an actor and and doing this stuff. I mean, w- the situation with the pandemic and with everything shutting down, has that put a big um, kind of did, did it push you back a little bit with your performances? Mm-hmm. I would imagine it did a little bit. It definitely deflates you in a way i mean i've talked to a lot of my fellow musicians and and singers um you know who are kind of in the same boat as i am whether they had like a great run of shows that were totally booked you know booked out all year and pulled you know the rug was pulled out from under them in terms of their bookings or they have a, a an album they're about to release and it was like i had this momentum going i had this momentum going and now it's like just deflated yeah. And um, deflate gate—that's what we can call it. Uh, <laughs> and I—I uh, I think um, he has seven rings. We can't talk too much about him. I know. I know. My dad's a huge fan, so I'm not a big football fan, but okay. you know, I'm a fan for my dad. Um, but I—I I think that deflating feeling, like you know, what's comforting—and I know that's not really the right word—but is that we're all going through it you know it's not just like one person's like oh girl that girl she just lost all her gigs damn you know we all lost our gigs you know we all like none of us can perform the way we did and i think some um have been able to get creative i think i i think i've been one of those people i've definitely filled my time i'm not a slow mover i am a mover and a shaker and a hustler so i you know, I was like, okay, gotta stay inside. Great, I can work on my website. Great, I can like get more YouTube followers. Great, I can, you know, work on my brand. I can, you know, I mean, I just, the list of things that I had already. And also my, the album that's coming out. I mean, that was, that was one of the things, I mean, 
we lost one of our recording dates. Um, we started on February 20th, actually, right. uh, last year. Went into the studio like, yay! <laughs> and then the second date was supposed to be March 20th. Uh, yeah, Mar was, was something like that. I can't remember. That's when everything began. And so we had to, it was the 29th, it's supposed to be, and I remember my musicians like, hey, Dawn, like, I just lost all my gigs for like the next year in two days. Um, are you going to keep your your recording date? Because it was my tree, it was me and my trio, my producer, the engineer, um, my, my partner, John, my boyfriend, you know, it was just going to be us. So I thought, that's a small group, like, that's fine, you know, right? And I was trying to hold on to it. And I remember writing to my my bass player and my drummer, um, Daniel Glass, my drummer, and and Tom Hubbard's my bass player. And they were like, hey, Don, do you think that we can still do it? And I was like, yeah, guys, no problem. And then my music director and my producer, you know, are a little older and they were like, you know, they were concerned, like everyone, most people were. And they were like, yeah, no, we can't, we gotta, we gotta, we can't do it. So we pushed it back to um, September. So we did finish it in September, okay. at least our parts, at least what we had to record. So, so you know, things like that. Um, you know, I, I released White Christmas, uh, which was the first kind of single of the CD. And I was able to, because I had footage from the recording date, I just reached out to my videographer and said, hey, let's just put together a really cool kind of like, vintage looking you know travel through time back to 1941 white christmas video and and it did really well i was really proud that we were able to get it out as quickly as we did around the holidays so well you're, you're fortunate because a lot of people couldn't get back to performing still to this day you know a lot of uh performers right. especially on broadway you know the broadway's not even open up yet you know so you know all, all these workers they're different than if you're an, an actor on a film or on a TV set, you know, they work job by job, you know, so night yeah. by night, if they don't work, they don't get paid, you know, so all, yeah. you know, all of that has, has been a big snowball of things. And hopefully, you know, they start opening up somewhat. You know, I, I would think that they would do virtual things, at least get something out. Some people have, and I, I feel bad too, because, you know, those singers and dancers and actors on Broadway, mm -hmm. they bust their butt eight times a week. Yeah. And they're like, okay, I guess I'll just keep drinking my wine on my couch. I mean, I just, uh, what I think crushes me is, and I wasn't singing every day because I have another job. I'm a fitness instructor mm -hmm. and I'm, you know, that's my career as well. So I, you know, I like to do a lot of different things, but I feel for them because they got to practice their craft every single day. They got to sing and perform and go through that range of emotions on stage for huge full houses every day. You know, um, I've been as a cabaret artist the past 12, 13 years now, you know, I've, I've picked and choose when I wanted to perform. I was right. like, oh, well, I'm going to, I'm going to do, I'm going to write a show. I'm going to produce it. I'm going to hire everyone that's going to be in it with me. And then I'm going to do it on these couple of dates and I'm going to get some reviews and record it. And then, you know, so it's, it kind of goes through a cycle like that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then, you know, and then I get another idea and I'm like, okay, now I'm going to do a show all about, uh, 
Revolution. I did a show called Revolution with my friend Kathleen France. And we won our first Mac Award for that, you know, and it was like, what it's like to be at war in America. <laughs> it was a fun show. I mean, it was a couple years ago, so it's a little outdated. But I mean, we had a we had an we had a joke about Ebola in that show, so that's and, all. <laughs> and, and then you think about it now, like, okay, maybe should have should have not had that in there. <laughs> it was a funny. It, no, it was perfect, but but you know, um, yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't fly today? Yeah, it, it, yeah, it would be like. So not PC. <laughs> it's too funny. Yeah. So it was, it was a fun show. So so now uh, with uh, I want to I'm gonna I'm gonna touch more a little bit more on your music. Then I want to talk about your fitness stuff and yeah. what you're doing there. Now with you have something that you, you know you said you were working on. You finished up in September. Tell us about what's going on with your new uh, album that's coming out. So the album is called My Ship, Songs from 1941. And picture me as a vintage pinup girl. And um, I started doing the show in 2017 and it went on to win several awards. I won Best Female Vocalist uh, in 2018. Mm -hmm. My director won a Mac Award and a Bistro Award. Um, and I sang in his honor at the Bistro Awards for that year. And I've done it, it started on the Cape, I've done it in New York, I've done it in Baltimore, um, Connecticut, uh, wherever they want me, I'm there, I'll do it. It's a great show and it kind of explores what it was like to be a woman in 1941, whether she was a housewife, whether her husband had just left for the war, whether she was a saloon singer, you know, a jazz singer back then, um, or Rosie the Riveter, you know, was, that was just right when the Rosie the Riveters were starting out and um, women were being asked to, to work in the uh, factories. Um, and there's so much great music from that year. It's mm -hmm. ridiculous. So you've got At Last, Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy, um, Blues in the Night, Lover Man, Oh Where Can You Be, um, Skylark, White Christmas was actually written earlier, but Bing Crosby first sang it on Christmas Day, mm -hmm. 1941, mm -hmm. 18 days after the Pearl Harbor attack. So that's kind of why I do that song. Because right. it was, I mean, and that recording was either lost or taped over. Um, so he recorded it the following year on, in 42. Um, what else? I've got it bad and that ain't good. Just squeeze me. Um, and then, of course, the big World War II anthem, White Cliffs of Dover, which I use like my operatic voice and I sing. You know, it's like I go from like this jazz and I'm all of a sudden I'm like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but it's it's great. I'm so proud of the show. My my music, my crew, I call them my crew. Uh, my music director is Ian Herman on piano, Tom Hubbard on bass, Daniel Glass on drums. Um, Paul Rolnick is producing it. He's the he's the um, mixing engineer, and um, and then we recorded. We did our recording at an awesome studio that's run by David Stoller out in Astoria. Mm -hmm. It's called the Samurai Hotel Recording Studio. And it's beautiful there. And um, we had, you know, we had a great time. We, we, like I said, we finished in September and 
you know, we were wearing masks in between takes, you know, I obviously I didn't wear a mask while I sang, but everyone else was wearing masks. And, um, you know, it was a big enough studio where we could kind of socially distance. We were all in our separate rooms and yeah, I'm hoping for June. We're adding strings. We're adding horns right now. Um, right. Benny Benack is going to play on it. Benny Benack the third. He's he's like a new hot up and coming jazz star. I, mean, I don't even think he's up and coming. I think he's he's he already came. He's there. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's he is a he's a hot shit. Let me tell you. And he's playing trumpet and cornet on some things. And then sure. um, I just hired. Um, Aaron uh, Hike, who's played for um, David Letterman on the on the Late Show, and uh, Linda Etter. He played. I mean, like but, amazing. But you see, you you have all these people. You're bringing all these great talents together, and just like you know, you, you don't watch sports, but just like in football, you know, if you don't have a great a, a, a great quarterback, that's a great leader. Yeah. You're not gonna you're not gonna bring these people together to perform at their best. You bring yeah. you're, you're you're like the magnet bringing them in, and it just shows the talent that you are. Because to sing at last, that's 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 a song that not anyone can just sing. You know, it 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 has it has a certain sound to it, and if you don't do it right, it doesn't sound. It's not going to sound like it should. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's great. I'm so proud of it, and I. I'm really glad we, I mean, honestly, in some ways with the pandemic, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, making an, an album is expensive. It's sure. not a drop in the bucket. Right. And, um, you know, I was fortunate enough to come and move in with my boyfriend up here in North Salem. So I, you know, I subletted my apartment in the city. So it's like, okay, well, I, I don't have to pay rent. So I can put my money towards my album now, you know, and, right. um, you know, that's, been really helpful because I I just I don't know I wouldn't have it would have I had to do like a Kickstarter campaign or something in order to to afford to pay for it because it's where well, a lot of people have done that too you know because oh, yeah. see and, and and now that you bring that up it's, it's it's interesting I think a lot of people unless you understand or, or have a friend that's a musician that made you know that that goes to the studio and does all this stuff you don't know the expenses that just pile up. You know, when yeah. you go to a studio one time, you can be there for, for three, four hours, whatever the case may be. It's not cheap. I mean, it's costing you a few bucks to do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and, and how many? Yeah. And then you're not going into the studio one time. You're going yeah. in there several times. And, yeah. and, you know, so, I mean, that that's one part of the equation. That's one part of the equation. You know, the other part of the equation is everything else that that, that you have to do there. Yeah, I mean, my producer, Paul Rolnick, he says, look, you already with just the trio, you already have a beautiful album. And now we're gonna add, we're gonna go back in and add strings and, and horns. And, you know, as he says, he's like, this is an album that will carry you for the next 30 years. You know, I mean, you, it's- Epic. Once you, yeah, once you have it, it's it's gonna keep going. It's, it doesn't matter what age I am. I can keep doing this music. I can keep right. you know, celebrating it. And the cool thing about this year is it's 80 years ago. I mean, I was right. like, remember, it's like New Year's and I'm like, wait a minute, 2021, 1941. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that, and you know, the thing is that that era to me 
was a magical time. I mean, I love that era. It was a magical time, and and the women's movement and what yeah. You know, and I I have to say this because that during that time when you had the war going on, okay, the women they were they carried everything on the you know they weren't fighting they were fighting behind the scenes okay making sure that uniforms weapons all this stuff was getting out there doing the collections and doing whatever they needed to do to keep things moving in the right direction and then you you had some they were on the front lines as 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 nurses and even you know right. warriors on the front line so i i like bringing that up because it's, it's you know, important yeah yeah, yeah. you know didn't who just got married who didn't even know if they were going to see their husbands again or the, yeah. the father of their children and um yeah it's yeah. uh it's cool and and i definitely i mean it's it's interesting because like we were talking about before you know i i come from all these different musical backgrounds mm -hmm. and i mean 1941 kind of fell in my lap i was hired to um do a show in provincetown um for the cabaret fest in 2017 and at the time, I was listening to Anita O'Day's version of My Ship, like mm -hmm. this obviously a couple months before. And it was just kind of on repeat. I was just, you know, I was like, my ship has sails that are made of silk. I'm like, oh, this song's so gorgeous. I love it. Mm -hmm. And and I love Anita O'Day. I think she's she's probably one of my favorite jazz singers to listen to. Um, and she's just incredible. And I, I thought I was hired to do this show and it was, the theme was the forties mm -hmm. and I looked and I was like, oh, that song was written in 1941. Let's see what else was written in 1941. And then it's just, you just start building it. And that's one thing I love about being a cabaret singer is the process of putting together these shows, building them from one song, literally one song, and then just putting all these songs together, obviously you throw out a lot. You're like, oh, okay, we don't need that one. Or, okay, you need, we need a funny song. So I have like this novelty song called the Hutsut song mm -hmm. in it. And uh, it's like, it was like number 65 on the charts. Like it, it's like, but I make it a funny thing. Like, ah, you guys ready for song 65? <laughs> <laughs> but it was like this big novelty song. And uh, you know, you gotta have some funny stuff. You know, Dumbo was the movie of the year from Disney. And and then there you find out all these really cool and interesting facts and do you share do you share that with people when, when you go on stage, you share these fun yeah. facts? The whole I mean, yeah. that's the whole show. Like in, that's my in-between pattern. I mean, like right. for example, the Moscow Mule was invented in 1941. Really? I, I didn't know that. Look at M &Ms that. were invented in 1941. Right. And the reason that they have the hard shell is because they wanted to, they, they usually, they used to come in like the cylinder, you know, that was like a round, small little cylinder. Right. And they used to ship them over to the soldiers. Oh, they used to come in plastic tubes? They were in a plastic tube and the hard candy coating that they created on the M&M was so that they wouldn't melt. Get it? Like right. not, um, yeah, melt in your mouth, not in your hand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's just, there's just all these really interesting, interesting things, you know, like, right. like bacon, I can't remember exactly, but bacon was more expensive than gas, you know, 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's funny how we, I mean, I, again, I, for me, I love history. So you learn from that. But it's interesting how some things in history, you know, you look at it today and it's like, I can't believe it. You know, when I tell people that, you know, at some point in time, when you went to a bar, you had a drink, you didn't have peanuts there, you had caviar because it was cheap at the time. Yeah. Same way you had you had peanut butter, was which at one point in time was a luxury, but now it, it sustains people and it's cheap. So how yeah. things change, it's, it's crazy. That lobster was was thought. I mean, it is a bottom feeder, but lobster mm -hmm. was like given to like the help. Mm -hmm. They it was like they call them the this the rats of the sea or this something like that, and then it like flipped, and now it's like this. Yeah, someone decided with a marketing plan. Same thing with diamonds. They make diamonds look like they're they're so rare, but they're not. They're in abundance. They just they just hide them. You know, yeah. so that was kind of like the Moscow Mule, which I actually do love mm -hmm. to drink. And in the show, I I pretend like I'm drinking one and getting drunk, and um, and then I go into a really really fun version of Chattanooga Choo Choo, which was also from that year. And oh. I, it's I'm hoping that's going to be my my first single. Um, the Chattanooga Choo Choo. Yeah, it's really fun. We do it kind of funky. It's I, you know, I make it like all. It's all like sexual innuendos. It's kind of right. like it's like my way of objectifying the man. Okay. <laughs> giving back, just giving back, you know, Lou. Just all those times I've been. I'm just teasing, but um, yeah, no, it's it's really fun and um and like you said, like with the expenses, um, you know, I really want to do a music video and that's one that I really want to do. Like I have this whole vision of pinup girls and dancers. Like, you know, I was a dancer. So I think it'd be really fun to do a video. So well, I, I, I tell you this much and anyone that's listening to this. Yeah. If you have people that are listening to the show and watching the show, you know, you have so many talents that are even in school and they, they need projects like this. Okay. And they're really good at what they do and they're innovative. They're innovative and they, they like doing disruptive things. They like being creative. Yeah. You know, maybe one of these people will st step up and maybe want to work with you and bring your expenses down way low. Way low. That'd be great. Yeah. I think it's be really fun. I'm actually um, They're planting that seed for you out there, planting it. So <laughs> I have my eye on, a, on a, a Broadway choreographer. So I actually have a conversation with him tomorrow. So hopefully it goes well. <laughs> well, he better he better go well. Tell, tell him it better go well. <laughs> so, yeah, so. so, so now we, we, I mean, with the music, we, you know, you we, we talked about this, you know, off camera, you know, as we we're gearing up to the show, you you know about you you did other shows, you performed and everything. You know, this is not what we're doing here. If you want to, you can, but you know, I want more so to tell your story of of because you're, you're again uh multifaceted you have a lot of things going on music is one part of it music yeah it was one part of it you know and we're going to get back to your music in a second i want to okay. talk about your 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 acting i want to talk about your writing i want to i want to hear about that well i just literally last night finished um an online acting for camera um acting class. And um, uh, it's been great because I I actually, when the pandemic started, I that was one thing I was like kind of on my bucket list that I just never seemed to have time to get back to. Mm -hmm. Like the, it, it had been a couple of years. Um, and I 
I went on to the website for Teach Driver Studio and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna sign up for an acting class. And it's been so great. Um, I'm, I just have to, my next goal is to create a reel, an acting reel so that I can submit myself for TV and film. Um, right. And- Gotta get uh, the sizzle. <laughs> the sizzle reel. Yes. yes. So now I have a ton of scenes that I've worked on. Um, last night I actually did a scene from As Good As It Gets and I did the Helen Hunt part. Okay. And uh, so it's been, it's really been um, fun uh, to, to work in that way. And, and I think for me, because I came from more of a theater background mm -hmm. in terms of acting, you know, we're very big and loud and gestury and, you know, everything has to be played to the, you know, the, the huge audience or the stage or to the, right. the fourth wall, as we say. Um, and with TV and film, it's all real small, you know, it's like no movement and they want to see you think. And uh, so it's, been really cool and also even the tone of my voice like not only because i'm a singer but i did group fitness for years so right. rejecting is not my problem i have no, <laughs> i mean i you know my boyfriend i'm like good thing you love me because i'm loud and that's you know i come from a loud italian well, family and at least he'll know you're coming he'll know you're coming when you're coming into a room he'll know <laughs> yeah, yeah so um so with on camera stuff you have to really downplay that so it's it's been cool and um my writing uh i actually have some ideas to write you know a script but that's that's another thing that keeps getting pushed to the bottom of the list oh. um, well that's what happens you know life gets yeah. in the way things happen and you never have that time and and, and with this pandemic everything that happened it's good and bad it's good because people that are creative were forced to be more creative and all of all of a sudden all this stuff's flowing because you're not going to sit on your couch as you mentioned sit on your couch and drink wine and watch tv and hope for the best you have mm -hmm. to keep yourself active because if you're not active you're not creating you, you feel like you're the walking dead and you're not that type no and uh yeah i agree with you i think that i probably posted that a couple times on instagram like don't forget to create like do something creative today like find some motivation you know i just for me i i've always been a very motivated person and uh and inspired by other things and other people um and i and and especially women too like i'm i'm so inspired by other women you know uh, my fellow goddesses, I call them. And, you know, I think that it's really important that we lift each other up and that, uh, you know, it's just, there's just so much negativity and hate out there. Like there's just no need for it. So yeah, there's so much of that and there's so much good out there. And that's why I love highlighting good people that are doing great things because they inspire. This is why I do this show. You know, I do this show so I can highlight people like yourself and and put you out there so people know your story. They know what what you've done, how you're and what you're doing now and how you're inspiring because, you know, and, and we're not talking about the inspiration part. People should know this. You're on social media. You're posting stuff. You're trying to motivate people as opposed to just pushing yourself. You're trying to get people to get moving, to get yeah. moving and do something. Yeah. 
And I, I mean, one thing I think you've probably noticed is that, and I've done this for the past couple of months too, is, is trying to just make videos uh, of different, different types of exercise or mobility. I mean, you know, I still have a good, quite, quite a few clients and most of them moved online, you know, some of them I lost and that's okay. Um, you know, they move on, that's fine. Um, I started a stretch class. I reached out to uh, people that I had worked with all over, like not just in New York, but on Cape Cod. I was, I was a couple summers ago, I worked at a studio in Wellfleet called um, Hardcore Studio and and I had a couple of clients from there. So I was able to email like my huge list of contacts and clients. And I said, hey, you guys want to do a stretch class while we're sitting around during this pandemic? And, and if so, what what time and day works for you? Like anytime, just let me know. We started with Sunday. Then we added Wednesday. Now we do Friday too. And and some of them like don't miss. They never miss. And there, some of them are couples. I have a couple in Boston, in Brooklyn, on the Cape. Um, and now I'm adding like some of my cabaret friends. Like that's awesome, though. You know, you're bringing people together, and that and this is what life is about: bringing people together. You know, yeah. and, you're, and you're utilizing fitness to do it. Well, yeah. I, and we transitioned into fitness right now, so this is it's important <laughs> because this is a part of your life. Movement is so important, and yeah staying healthy. And, um, I mean, we could do a whole other show about <laughs> just about, just about health and fitness and I'll try not to get on my soapbox too much, but, um, yeah, I, I think it's really important. I think as you get older, uh, if you, you, you gotta keep moving and stretching, um, moving your limbs. I I've had a lot of requests for footwork. So I did this whole foot functionality video, which oh, you can cool. find on YouTube. It actually has, it just surpassed my white Christmas video. Your foot video? Um, yeah. It's really interesting because you know, there's some there's some of my music things that are doing that do better than my yoga things. And then like it, it's just interesting. And I I think that, you know, one of my biggest goals when we went into lockdown was okay, well, what who am I and what's my brand and how am I putting that all together? And mm -hmm. for so many years, I like so many years, if I had a nickel for every time someone said to me, like, you need to pick something, you need to pick one thing and focus on it. And I was like, no, I can't do that. And that was like, you know, 10 years ago when people I people tell me this all the time, focus on one yeah. thing is that I can't, I'm doing this, doing this, doing this, I'm doing a million things. I can't focus on one thing. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't think it serves certain people to do that. It, it does. Absolutely. Some people are just singularly focused and that's great for them. I'm not uh, like, just like my singing, I'm multifaceted, yeah. not only in this music I listen to, but in the fitness and, and in my toolbox of tricks. Like I've, mm -hmm. I, I'm a personal trainer. I'm a, I've done group fitness. I TRX, I used to do kickboxing. I have, I'm a yoga, um, you know, certified teacher. I I'm also a body worker. I'm a Thai massage therapist. I do cupping. I do kinesiology tape. What am I missing? I'm I'm a mobility coach. But when, you know when you when you do all this stuff, Dawn, and you know the the cool thing about it is that, and and people should know this too. The more things you do, the more stuff you're involved with, the more people you're meeting, the more worldly you become. You meet the people from all yeah. different, you know, uh, walks of life, and it's really it's pretty cool. Well, I think 
it's for me, it's all umbrellaed under one slogan. And that's, I like to make people feel good. So if it's singing to them, I'm making them feel good. If it's stretching them or, or, or teaching them a yoga class or meditating with them, I'm making them feel good. So, or if I'm giving them a massage, you know, so, so for me, it's really all umbrellaed under that. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I'm just giving off my natural energy, my positive energy to, um, to make people smile, feel good, feel positive, you know, um, I mean, that's what I ask my clients at the end of every hour. It's like, okay, how do you guys feel? Oh, I feel great. I feel so good. Thank you so much. That was, you know, amazing. And then yeah. they, the next day or the next time I see them, they're like, oh God, whatever we did the other day was so great. I feel so good. Awesome. I did my job. Done. Yeah, but that, and that's what it is. You're, you're trying to touch people. You're trying to touch people in a way that can leave a lasting memory and stuff like that is cool. You know, that's why, you know, with music and when you with the acting and everything else, you leave indelible marks on people. And not everyone can do that. You have a ton of actors out there. But how many can you say that really touched you, that really touched your soul? I mean, it's it's, it's not you can't say a lot have, but you're touching people and fitness and with your music and things like that, you know, and, and it's I think it's really important for people to understand this. And uh, I mean, this is what motivates and inspires people to want a little more out of their lives. And you're bringing that to the table for them. Yeah, it's like, it helps them get up at, in the, you know, get up in the morning. And I, I mean, it helps me get up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, uh, you know, you now you and I said I mentioned this earlier in the show. You competed in the uh, the WBFF, right? I brought my picture to show you. Oh, I want to, and and yeah, well, I want to take my office because he this this was his gift, but he said I could borrow. So let's see, how's that? Oh wait, oh. I gotta go this way. Oh look at that! We have to. Yeah. Look There's at a that. glare. And that, that was you competing. Oh, that's pretty cool. I gotta go this way. Oh yeah. So this was WBFF in 2015. Mm -hmm. And, um, that costume was made for me. Uh, I wanted to be Aphrodite mm -hmm. and, um, it's diva fitness. Uh, I did too. I did figure and I did diva fitness. I have my, I have my, um, I have my medals over there too, but, uh, and it was like a bucket list thing for me, but also I work with a trainer named, uh, his name is Nick Ebner and I've been training with him since 2013. Mm -hmm. And, um, first of all, a lot of people have said to me like, well, Dawn, you're a trainer. Why do you need a trainer? It's like, well, exactly why you need a trainer. <laughs> like, cause we all need, we all need a coach. Like you need Whatever. something more. You, you, you definitely, definitely, and, I, and I'm with you on that a thousand percent. You know, yeah. it's it's like when you know you got to ask someone this. Watch yourself first yeah. of all. You know? It's like a psychiatrist needing a psychiatrist. You, you need somebody to talk to. You need something. Trainers, you know, and you know, you can be good at what you do. Not everyone can be a trainer. That's the thing. You can be a great fighter. Doesn't mean you can teach someone how to fight. You can be right. a, you can be a great bodybuilder. Doesn't mean you're gonna you, you'll be able to teach someone how to do that. You know, yeah. so it, that that's the difference there. Yeah, and and I also think too. I mean, I thought, 
you know, as a performer, okay, no problem, check, that'll be easy getting on stage in heels and strutting my stuff. And then I thought coming from the my dance background, I thought, oh, well, how hard can this posing thing be? Like, you know, where you like make your lats flex and your back and you squeeze your legs and all that. It's so hard. And so I met my friend, Sherry Newton, who's also a trainer. She's also an amazing hair and makeup uh, woman and she's done my hair and my makeup for my 1941 show. She taught me how to do the. Um, oh, she did all that. She did your hair and everything for yeah. that. Oh, she's okay. another. I see. This is see. There's a connection here. Yeah, this is another. That's pretty cool. Multifaceted woman, goddess. I love her, and um, and she's she's got her own business, and she's a posing coach. She's done tons of competitions, and I hired her, and I could not believe how hard it was to learn how to, you know like stand and strike a pose and do all that. And I, I, it was great. I mean, I, I did really well. I came in for, for figure. I came in um, second place mm -hmm. and then for diva fitness, which was really the more competitive group of women, I was top five. So that picture was top five. That's a great outfit. That's a great outfit. Yeah. And that costume, I mean, also the other thing is, um, I mean, these these competitions are just like the album, mm -hmm. very expensive. Oh yeah. And I actually did do a Kickstarter campaign for it, and um, you know, I had heard all these stories about women paying like two thousand dollars, five thousand dollars for a costume like that, which is not a lot of material, first mm -hmm. of all. And I found a woman who had done the competition. She was also a seamstress and she just, she just like wanted to be part of it again. Cause she had done it like a couple years before. And, um, she's like, I'll, I'll make your costume for you. What do you want? And I showed her a picture and she drew it up and like, I think I paid $300. Oh, nice. nice. <laughs> you know, she did um, good. Yeah. She, and she remained nameless, but she did great. No, her name, oh my God. I think it like just left me. Oh God. It'll come I, to you as 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 we continue on. I'm Don't worry curious. about it. But I still wear that. I wore it to Halloween last year. Oh, nice. Hey, you you can if you can recycle your costumes, you use them for other things. Yeah, that's a good thing because how often you wear something? It, it even regular clothes, they sit in your closet for a year, two years, three years, and then they just sit there. So you're making yeah. use of it, which is a good thing. And and you stood up and basically you blew my line. I was going to say that people think you're wearing a dress right now and you're not. You're yeah, I'm going to show that, off my outfit. Yeah, show off your outfit because this is one oh, of the – you're a brand ambassador for this uh, company. This is Savvy. Mm -hmm. And I'm a brand ambassador. And if you want to save $25 on your first um, – you can't see the leggings, but – your first uh, purchase, you can go to my Instagram and and in my um, link tree, I have I have the link and you can you their stuff's great. It's honestly, it's better than Lululemon, <laughs> and uh, it's really it's very female woman empowering. It's in it's still in its pre-launch phase, so every week they launch new items, and honestly, they sell out like crazy. And um, it's it's for all sizes. It's mm -hmm. it's very inclusive. It's diverse and um, and you know, it's strong material, right? Because you know, talk about leggings. 
You know, you, some, you, yeah. and I've seen women that wear leggings, they go to the gym. They have some that are really like tight. Like, I mean, you can throw a knife at it, it'll bounce off of it. But, you know, the, the comfort part of it and it being durable is important. Yeah, they're kind of athlete. Uh athleisure <laughs> athleisure athleisure <laughs> um, um, athleisure we'll just edit that um okay. yeah they're athleisure and they have sweaters they have coats they have um you know tops they have they even have some nice dresses that are kind of made in this like spandex material but um you know kind of comfy stuff i mean their whole thing is like you know i can wear i can wear this for an interview <laughs> Right. Yeah. I, work I just did kettlebells this morning and then I can sit here and be interviewed by you and it looks like an outfit, but, um, but also I can throw a sweater over this and, you know, go, go out and it's comfy. It's right. size. And, uh, you know, I just got in with them in October and, um, slowly but surely, you know, getting it out there to people. So if anyone's interested, please. Savvy, S-A-V-V-I, let me know. S-A-V-V-I, they got to get in touch with you and learn more about it and support support the business. It's a woman-owned business? It is. The CEO and the the creator, Jen, she's, yeah, she's- Jen, kudos to you. If you're watching this, kudos to you. There's there's a CFO guy. Ah, Forget about that guy. We're talking about Jen. Jen and Savvy, that's what I care about. Jen and Savvy. (laughs) what i care about here yeah yeah it's great so i think it's i really do think and it's actually a little bit it's priced a little bit lower than lululemon too so it's like and you can become a brand ambassador if you want it's not you know if you want to you have a woman that's that's building a business and she's building her own empire doing that i love it because that is i mean if you're gonna do it now's the time to do it now's yeah. the time to do it so get, getting that out there and and building it shoot i may even bring her on my other show money never sleeps to talk about her business because that stuff i i love yeah. hearing when when someone is an entrepreneur and they're looking to do something and they're building up i mean that's great stuff jen keep going make it all happen well now, my team leader is betsy ruble and um she it was she was a big broadway star and she she put me on her team you know she was like hey you got to do this and she's got about like nine women on her team now and a lot of them are like you know you we were talking about broadway and the artists who are out of a job right now like there's a lot of them on on the team on betsy's team that are singer dancer actresses who this has now become their full-time job to to help brand ambassador to savvy and to get it out there. But, but why not? If you're wearing, see, the, the, the cool thing is that you're wearing it anyway. So if you weren't wearing that, you would be wearing someone else. So at least this way you're promoting something that you're connected with, you have passion for. Yes, that's that's why I went into it because not only do I did I totally trust Betsy, but um, I was looking for uh, a clothing company to align myself with and my brand with. And I get, I mean, I get offers all the time and you know, it's like a t-shirt. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. No, thanks. But, uh, it's flattering to be, (laughs) to be, you know, people reaching out and messaging me and and wanting me as part of their team. But this, because it was, because it's woman run and, 
uh, very inclusive, and, you know, mothers, daughters, grandma. I mean, it's it's just all women. And I love that about it. And And like you said, like I can wear it. I love it. And I can then promote it on my page, which is great. Yeah. And I, you know, I get a little cut, which is nice. So. Yeah, which, which is good, man. There's nothing wrong with that. And now oh. you use you use these outfits when you do yoga too, right? I do. I, I, the I stretchability. That, that's what I was saying. With so I yeah. see some of these tights that you know, you know, women are wearing, and they can hardly move. They're like they're like little robots. It's holding everything together, holding everything together, but. They can't bend down. They don't have the flexibility, you know. They don't have the stretch that the material should have. Right. So that, that's why I said if it's, if it has that flexibility, it can stretch and is durable, then you're talking about high a high quality product at mm -hmm. a reasonable price. Yeah. So yeah, I just promoted savvy. Jen, hey, that's it. I don't want to. I don't even want to cut. There you go, Lou. I want to promote Jen. Get her out there. Huh? You too. You can you too can become a savvy brand ambassador. Oh, I think that I think you got that covered. I think you got that covered. Spandex is not my thing. Oh, the, the tights are my thing. Now I, I, I left that a long time ago. I left that in a ring a long time ago. Don't do that. Uh, now. There's, there's some. I'm telling you though, you can wear it loose. You can wear it, you know, comfy, cozy, however you want. Not everyone likes things tight, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's part of the whole thing. Yeah. There, there was one thing that I wanted to do before we come to the closing is that you have something next to you. Oh. And my I want to I want to see. I want to see the puppy. Okay, hold on. I want to see the little Hopefully baby. Hopefully she doesn't growl and, no. Oh, she'll growl probably. Come here, come on. Come here, you have to say hi. Oh, sleepy doggy. Oh, look at that. This look is Maddie. That. Look at you. This is Maddie Patootie. Oh, Maddie, look how beautiful you are. Check you out, Maddie. <laughs> they superstar already. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that face. Instagram page too. <laughs> she has her own Instagram page. Yeah, it's Maddie the Terrier. Maddie the Terrier. The people got to follow that for sure. All right, so. So, so I'm gonna call you Donnie. You you have oh. uh, like you, you have you have your your music coming out. When is that due to come out? That's coming out hopefully in June. And then I have another show which I didn't even mention. Oh, um, we gotta I talk about that. Get um, that stuff. Hold on. Yeah, we get to see your flowers on your wall. Your flowers oh. that you got for Valentine's Day probably. That's too. right. Yes. Look at yeah. that. So I I'm doing an Edie Gourmet show. Ah. And that's, this was my flyer. Wait, I'm so confused. This is my flyer. That's me. Okay. There, that's me. Ah, look at that. <laughs> that's Edie Gourmet. This one's Edie Gourmet. That's Edie Gourmet. Oh my God, I'm so confused. Okay. Edie Gourmet's on the bottom. She's on She's on your right yes. or, you know, your, or your left. Oh Why can't I do this? That's Edie Gourmet. Yeah, and I see. That's Edie Gourmet. And then on your right, you have her as well. And you're you're on your left, right? Right, wearing a wig, of course. I'm wearing a wig. Yeah. But, um, that show was was uh, scheduled for March 14th last year. Are so, you doing it now? I, I had to cancel it because of COVID, like literally right. the day before. So now I'm doing it. Um, it's it's debuting on the Cape uh, okay. at the Center for the Arts on July 30th and July 31st. I might even do it in New York before that. I haven't figured that out yet, but. But the good news is about the summer is that things are starting to book 
up there on the cape um, and, you know, cross fingers that we can have, you know, full capacity uh, at indoor events, you know. There's some of them, some of my gigs are outdoor up there. But, which is um, good. You get a lot of people around. But when you when you're when you're doing cabaret, it's more intimate, as opposed yeah. to being in front of you know like if you have a rock star, you got twenty thousand people in the audience. A lot different when you have you know a couple of hundred. It's a more intimate affair, you know. Yeah. And and the thing is, is that I think it's a little more stressful because you have people that are this far away from you and they see everything they hear everything you make a mistake they know and it's different than 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 have being on a big stage you know 100 feet from the next person yeah it is it's 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 intimate theater um oh another thing i can show you because i have it right here is i'm in this this book oh cool so you want to sing cabaret that's actually my director jeff harner on the cover he's amazing and I'm in, I have a whole chapter in here about oh, a big book. Look at that. Yeah. It's, it should be used for colleges. I hope it is. Um, my, my friends, my dear friends, um, David Sabella and Sumatsuki put it together and I have an entire chapter, which is really cool. Kind of like the way you're, you're talking with me, you know, they sent me a bunch of que- questions and I filled it out and, um, I oh. talk about my experience of being that's there that's the um over here <laughs> oh, <I see. laughs> that's the 1941 kind of look right oh cool it's like see judy garland almost yeah i love that photo and um so yeah so it's, i got my own chapter which is really cool and i'm really proud of it that came out last year and cool. hopefully see all these little things that people didn't know about you they're beginning to know now you know, yeah. and I think that again, it's cool stuff because you're not, you're not, uh, again, you're not pigeonholing yourself into one area. You know, with the cabaret, the fitness, your range from rock to jazz, everything else, you're going to be, I mean, when everything opens up, I think your career is going to go up there. Now you're throwing the acting in there and stuff. You know, it's funny. I was talking about singers who turned into actors. You have a, a handful of singers that, actually became great actors, you know, or, or successful actors, not great, but successful. And it's just interesting that, you know, the transition, you think it's so easy that you can go sing and then you go to act and it's a different animal altogether. But when you are a performer, you enjoy what you do. So it's not work. Right. You're you're loving it. You're loving it. So that, that's, that's positive. So uh, now what I want to do, because we're going to close out the show, because I know you, you have a lot of things to go do. You have to walk that little guy, the little girl there, the little guy, <laughs> little girl. And uh, and I mean, just Maddie the Terrier, her, her Instagram, Maddie, you check it out. Maddie <laughs> the Terrier. Uh, why don't you let the, uh, the listeners and the viewers know how they can follow you, learn more about you, and, and follow your journey? Because this is a journey that is not even close to – ending it, it, it's just it's you have so much you have so much more to do and i'm looking forward to seeing you rise up it's going to be a beautiful thing thanks lou yeah well um yeah i i there's a lot there's a lot coming up it's it's it is exciting and it's fun uh 
it's just my name, Dawn Giroux. You can find me on Facebook that way. I have two different Facebook pages, one essentially for my music, one kind of for personal stuff. Then I have Twitter, same thing, Dawn Durow. Um, Instagram, same. And then uh, my website is dawndurow.com. And then if you go to the contact page, you can sign up for my newsletter. Okay, cool. Also go to my YouTube channel and subscribe. And they can see the foot thing, the, the your foot video. The foot video, you can, you can do yoga. You can learn how to make my turkey meatballs. You can learn how to make a We didn't even talk about food. We didn't talk about food. This is why we have to bring you on again. We have yeah. to bring you on again. We're going to have a, a follow-up to this interview because there's more to you that I didn't know. And, I mean, we would be on here for a long period of time. But I think the next time we bring you on is going to be fitness and food. And that's what we're going to focus oh. on. That's, that would be food. Yeah, and then we, and maybe that. we'll bring a couple other people on. You know, and you should have people write in questions too. You know about that would be good. That would be good. You know, nutrition and oh my god, that would be really fun. Well, yeah. I think I think the next time we do it because you know on on Vero on Vero Hive, there are a lot of things going on. The next time we're going to be able to probably do it and and have it stream live on somewhere on, on on a page maybe on your page and have people interact in real time so we're going to do some cool things oh yeah we're going to make this work we're going to make it happen we're going to make it happen yeah. doing. all right but uh great story and any you know the listeners and the viewers support doing the role with what she's doing she's doing some amazing things uh cabaret singing acting fitness she's cooking she got a dog she got stuff going she got a she got a boyfriend that supports a great guy don't know him but he's a great guy okay she has a great she has a great ensemble of people around her and Dawn, i think that's the most important thing in life is who you surround yourself with you've done a great job you're adding more people to your circle and that's a beautiful thing but i want yeah. you to stay 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 with me dawn and again for you guys that are listening and watching Make sure you go and find out more about Dawn DeRoe. She has a lot of stuff to offer. So you got to keep track. That's DawnDeRoe.com, right? Yes. DawnDeRoe.com. All right. Stay with us. Initiating special sequence. Your visitors will have a window in your face. What is your major malfunction? So let it be ready. So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you. My father thanks you. My sister thanks you. And I thank you.